Hey, my friend, welcome along to the Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm your host, Dale Pinnock, Sunday Times bestselling author, nutritionist, and creator of the Culinary Medicine College. Every episode here in the podcast, we dig deep on the subject of nutrition to give you clarity, to give you answers, and to expand your knowledge. Hey, my friends, how are you doing? Hope you are all well. It's been a little while. It's been a little while since I've uh, done like one of these solo ones. Um, last few podcast episodes have been sort of formal interviews and stuff. But here we are. I've put a few requests out on social media to see if you guys had any particular questions that you wanted answering. Any particular things that you want help, help with. So the next few episodes are going to be one a week. I'm going to answer some of those questions. And the first one, I had six of you ask me this. When was it? Two or three days ago. And that is about vitamin B12 in a plant-based diet. Now, the question that everyone asked was, what foods do I eat to get enough B12 on a plant-based diet? And the answer is really, really simple. There aren't any. There really, really isn't. There aren't no plant, well, certainly no decent plant sources of B12 generally. Now, I say generally because the when, when you actually kind of track back to the story in regards to where B12 actually originates from, you'll see what I mean. Vitamin B12 is found in animal foods. In the general human food chain, certainly in the Western human food chain, it's found in animal foods. However, the animals get it from plants. Hmm, there's a conundrum. They don't actually get it from the plants themselves. They get it from something that lives on the plants. B12 originates from bacteria. B12 originates from bacteria that lives on plant life. Now, obviously, for very good reason, and it's a blooming good job that we do, there's very, very, we have very, very strict contamination protocols in terms of, you know, the way in which our um, foods are treated in, in the Western world. Oops, sorry. Oh, there we go. Amateur hour. I thought I had me a. Uh, and my uh, phone turned off. Sorry about that. But we have very strict protocols in place to ensure a very, very, very minimal level of bacterial contamination exists in our food. If we didn't have that, we would be right in the shtuck. We would be in all kinds of trouble for obvious reasons. But in that process, a lot of this bacterial life that is actually giving the B12 is gone. It gets wiped out. So that's the main reason why we don't have any good plant sources. Now, I've heard people talk over and over again about certain types of algae and certain types of crazy superfood, and this has got loads of B12 in it, this, is, this has got loads of B12 in it as a plant source. It just isn't true. It just is not true. There is no significant, decent source of plant-derived 
B12. So for anyone following a strict plant-based diet, you have one option and one option alone. And it doesn't matter who you talk to. It doesn't matter whether you talk to, I don't know, Dr. Michael Greger or any of these kind of real leading voices in the plant-based world that usually will put their neck on the line and, and, and really say it out as it is. Everyone is unified. Everyone is in agreement on this B12 issue. You've got a supplement. The easiest thing in the world is just take a supplement. That's the easiest thing to do. And what I would get, I would get just a good high-strength B-complex. I wouldn't even single single it down to one individual nutrient. Because one of the things, the, the, there's a, a kind of strange thing that happens with the B vitamins. They're all kind of interdependent on each other. They're all reliant on each other to actually support each other's activity. So if you start taking super high doses of one individual B vitamin, you can sometimes create artificial deficiency signs in some of the others. So even though it's not a true deficiency, you can create symptoms and signs that are almost mimicking a deficiency in some of the others. So the way to get around that is get a good high strength B complex. Now, I recommend to most people, because let's face it, modern life is a little bit batshit, get something like a B100. A B100 is a high strength B complex. You can take it once a day. Make sure you take it in the early part of the day. So breakfast or lunch, don't take it in the evening if you are planning on having an early night. It's not stimulant, but it is very energising. It can actually make you feel quite wide awake. So um, better taken in the early part of the day. A B100, and what that is, is a complex of the B vitamins that either has like 100 milligrams or 100 micrograms of the key B vitamins in there. It will have B12 in it. Take that once a day and you will be absolutely ensuring that you're getting enough B12 in. Now, why should you worry about B12? I guess it's uh, worth kind of talking about that before we sign off, but why should you worry talking to, why should you worry about getting enough B12? I should worry about slowing down a little bit. I get a bit excited when I kind of get into this and uh, sometimes my uh, my mouth and my brain aren't moving at the same speed, so I do apologize. Uh, why is it worth worrying about B12? Well, B12 is something that takes a long time to actually display its deficiency. It takes you a long time to get deficient in it. Now, the B vitamins are really, really transient in the body. They don't stay around very long. They're water-soluble. They tend to kind of do their job for six or seven or eight hours, and then they're metabolized and they're excreted, and that's it, job done, with the exception of the B vitamin, uh, with the exception of B12. B12 will pull in the liver. Vitamin B12 can pull in the liver. And in some cases, it can take individuals individuals up to six years to actually start getting into the realms of B12 deficiency. B12 deficiency, one of the first things that it can do is cause something called pernicious anemia. This is where new red blood cells that are formed, because that's one of the main things that B12 regulates, these new blood cells that are formed in a B12 deficient body start to get slightly misshapen. And because they're misshapen, their oxygen binding capacity is notably reduced. Which means 
that your energy levels start to plummet because oxygen delivery to tissues has become affected. Tissues aren't getting the amount of oxygen they need to adequately turn glucose into ATP to actually get enough energy within the tissues. So we start to feel fatigued. We start to feel those kind of characteristic anemia type symptoms, but this one's got no no relation to iron. This is related to misshapen red blood cells that have been manufactured in a B12 deficient environment. So there we go. That is the issue with B12 plant-based diets. There are no plant sources. Get a supplement down. You get a good high strength B100. Take it once a day with breakfast or lunch. And that's the guesswork taken away for you. Okay, so look, I'm going to be back next week with another little nugget related to listener questions. Have a fantastic weekend. Speak to you soon.